Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Two Kids in an Old Head, hosted by Benjamin Figueroa, Armando Rivera, and Mr. Carvalho. Gang, gang. <laughs> What's up, guys? How you doing? Uh, How you doing? Ben. I got a question because we had we um we, earlier today we had an interview with um Cat Wright, Cat Wrights, and the first thing we asked was, "What do we call you now? Since we're not students no more, just take the Mister out." <laughs> I, think, I think it's just like there's so many years of 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 just being Mister, because you guys don't say our names, <laughs> right? Like they're, yeah. they're, it's Mister, 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 Mister. <laughs> so now we'll just be Carvalho. <laughs> okay, okay, because uh, I know Mondo's been finding it very awkward just taking out this. Oh, yeah, for Mr. sure. <laughs> for sure, we're having a conversation with Miss Wrights, and he's like, "Yeah, cat," and I'm like, "What? How dare you?" Yeah. Like, like, like what are you wait, talking about? It doesn't he, roll right. See, he came, he came a lot late in the conversation. Oh yeah, and we had late. started the conversation, and she was just like, "Just call me like whatever you feel comfortable with." And he he comes in like twenty minutes before the show ends, and he's just like, uh, 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 "That's awkward. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I guess." And that's the thing. Like, it's hard to like separate the two, right? You yeah. always, she's always gonna be misrights. I'm yeah. always going to be Mr. Grant. Like, it, it just, we, you can be, like, my age and me be however the hell old I'm going to be when you're, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> and you, you ever, that's the relationship that we built. So it's, I think Carvalho is good. Hey, or David, hey. I mean, I, I really, I mean, it doesn't matter, but Carvalho, I think, sounds, sounds good. <laughs> See, Simon just dropped the Mr. Yeah, and <laughs> well, females also not like women love to to be called by their first name because otherwise they sound older. Yeah, where yeah, guys guys don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, for real. But yeah, for yeah, I don't know. That's why yeah, I was like, I as I'm doing, doing that anymore, <laughs> like, like, gang signs like the. Right. the <laughs> oh man. That's great. I can't believe you kid said that. <laughs> hey, yeah. I, I, Yo, he punched the principal. This this kid was tough. Yeah? Yeah, he got kicked out of our school, then went to another school. And uh, You remember Antonio Baez? He's close the name, to the The name sounds... The name sounds... Maybe a year uh, or two younger than you guys, but it's his little brother. He was in seventh grade, Ricardo Baez. And he just kind of... We just kind of connected. But he was rough, man. He was tough. Yeah. Then he, hey the principal at the other school. I called him. I was like, yo, man, it's not a good decision. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, he sh- he's like, he shouldn't have put his hands on me. I'm like, well, that's right. That's true. But you punched the principal. You punched him. You could have pushed him. You know, you punched him. You, you could have gone different routes. <laughs> like, that's great. Yeah. That, that part of, that part of, um, that was weird because I was like, man, I've said some stuff to you. If you're in a game of punching, I've said some stuff <laughs> that you probably, <laughs> 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 I, you probably didn't like. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad to say I said it in Spanish. I think you could connect for real. Oh man! So a quick, a quick food for thought. I'm just reading this, and this recently just happened. I think. Four, three or four hours ago, Kanye West is a billionaire. Oh yeah, I read that. One point three billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Psycho. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Psycho. <laughs> Kanye, bro, like he was so good when he came out. It was so new. He was so and fresh, refreshing, like ahead of his time. Everything he did was gold. And I, we, nobody had any idea. Well, people in the business, I guess, had ideas, but he was producing music for a long time. Yeah, long yeah, day, yeah, all of yeah. And I, I shouldn't speak for other people, but I certainly didn't know. I was like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> and the first album that he dropped was like, holy crap. Like, you know, talking about Jesus. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. talking about Jesus oh. ain't going to walk to your house, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, it actually Bruh. says $3 billion. But really? he, he's also yeah. very he's smart with grand. his investments. Because he got with oh, AMD and, and, and like the whole... Def Jam thing, like they, yeah, he grew and he knew how to get out. Oh, like yeah, all those little feuds that he got into. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, he just he just went out because he made enough and to go do something else. Thanks Bro. to Jay Z. Jay Z is the ultimate piece, man. <laughs> Thanks to him, Brazil, <laughs> let me go buy my yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because it's like. You know Jay Z and Beyonce have the more money. They just don't want to put more, like tell people. Oh my god! You move in silence. I mean, it, like yeah, we all know that they're filthy freaking rich. Like we know that. You know what I mean? We hear. And we know that the suit and dresses that they're walking in are like more money than I'll ever make in a year. Yeah. But you know what I mean? In retrospect, they kind of sort of move in silence. You don't see. You don't see Jay-Z putting up videos of, like, his solid gold watches and shit. Like, I yeah. think Mayweather did a video of, like, a, or 50 Cent did, like, a head-to-toe of, like, just his chains and everything. And I'm like, you don't see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mogul's moving silence, in a sense. He's also in a... He's, he's an old head for real. <laughs> yeah. If I'm yeah. 38, Jay-Z is at least in his 50s. Yeah, it has to be. When I was a kid. It has when to he be. He's been around stuff. for a like, while. I was like 10 when he started. He was coming out with music. Like, uh, volume one was like 92, 91, maybe. Mm-hmm. Not much, yeah. not much later than that. So in 92, I was 10 years old. Like, I wasn't thought 30, of yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Jay Z is like, I mean, Russell Simmons did it like in the, in the 80s when nobody. Nobody was doing. Oh, for sure, with the it sneaker was, deal and everything, they were yeah. like, "What's going on?" Everything that was yeah. black entertainment, and I'm not here to talk about the history of black entertainment because I don't know shit about you know <laughs> the, the little bit, the the mainstream sure. part of it that that I know. Um, and he was it was crazy, deaf comedy jam, and then it was just deaf everything. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like everything was deaf. <laughs> I shit ton of money. And then he just stepped away and goes, all right, Jay, <laughs> you run this. I'm now just going to literally swim in cash. Yep. You think about it, man. Like if Kanye West is worth $1.3 billion or $3 billion, yeah. what do you think Jay-Z is worth? <laughs> Jay-Z brought him up. Did Jay-Z give him millions of dollars to get him out of debt? We'll say that again? Didn't Jay-Z give um, Kanye millions of dollars to get him out of debt? I, Dude, he I know he brought like he was when when he put out that first album, Jay Z was behind a lot of it. And then they kind yeah. of together, you know, 
like I said, I'm not trying to, to sit over here and talk about like the history, like <laughs> I really know it, but like right. the, the stuff that was pretty obvious, it's just, it's just funny to see how like the smart, really smart players in the game, right? Yeah. How they do it. And like they go into the limelight and then they pop back out and they just collect. That's how I'm trying to be. It was only a couple years ago when Kanye West um, filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was only a couple years ago, and now he's a billionaire. Out of nowhere. Them Sunday services are helping out. That doesn't add up, boys. (laughs) 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 That doesn't add up. I've been around for a while. That doesn't add up. For sure. Damn, you but for bankruptcy, and now you are billionaire. Mm, that money was stashed up somewhere, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just huh. had to clear a few things before. Just think about that. It's just like how you manage to go from A to B like that. It, it reminds me of Oprah, though, because that's how she does it. Yeah, but it took <laughs> years for her to build that name to say, you get this, you get this, and people actually give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> but look, but the thing about it, like, Oprah, it took her a while for her to hit billions, and it took, like, Kanye, like, two to three years. I mean, you can't really say that because he's been doing it for so but, long. But after bankruptcy. Uh, That's okay. the thing, compared to what everything that Oprah when, does. She runs a whole when, network. When did Oprah them. file for bankruptcy? She never... She 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 literally lost money throughout the years. Then you can't compare that. She never filed for bankruptcy though. But it took her a long time to um make the money. That's what yeah, I'm trying to say. Yeah, but if you if you if you're talking about the duration of the time that it took her to get to that point of being like one of the like is she the richest woman in the world? She's the blackest richest. She's woman. up there. Dude. Yeah, she's well. She, point blank, she's up there as one yeah. of the richest people. Point blank. For her to be up there, you got to take in fact of her entire career, and then you have to take in fact, yes, Kanye filed for bankruptcy. So technically, he did worse. Because mm. he think, was. I don't think Kanye is on the same. No, not oh, yeah. at, no, at all. Not at all. He's, not at all. He's not in the same league. Hell no. Hell no. Oprah's like the first lady, the eternal first lady. <laughs> <laughs> if Oprah, if you piss Oprah off, you disappear. Like that's Who, that type who's of that? Who? That's that. Armando, who that? I ain't never. Yeah, heard huh? Never heard of him. My mom will be like, "What? I never had a son named Armando <laughs> because that's Oprah money." Yeah, thanks, thanks. You get a car. <laughs> <laughs> Mondo you does say- it. <laughs> <laughs> gets put in the trunk. Put in the trunk and shipped off to some unforbidden island. Never oh, to be heard Billy from. Billy is easy. You just drive to Kansas and be like, "Hey, take care of this. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he take cannot care reappear. <laughs> <laughs> Give him whatever you're taking. Oh, he for sure. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So that's great. So as we enter, I, I don't know about Mondo, but the last couple of weeks of um school, what are y'all some of y'all advices for the new senior classes graduating? Well, your your senior class, this senior class is just living a weird. This is not something we've ever experienced. It's yeah. such a weird time, like, and it's it's crazy, man. Like you don't even know what to say. Like people were posting pictures of their graduation, right? And I'm like, well, that's a nice thought. But 
then I started reading and I'm like, hey, we are literally rubbing in their faces that they're not going to get their graduation. Right. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's it's so weird that this is the reality of what we live right now. Yeah. And and the advice is like, my literally the advice, and I'm on so many Zoom calls and I'm getting to like, through my connections at Villanova, right? Being part of a Villanova soccer, which is a huge university. Represent. I've been hearing from some people like, and everybody's got, there's a theme. So the advice is become good at everything that's weak about you or work. Mm. So cliche. And it's so, it's so cliche. And so like, oh, that's what everybody's saying. But think about it. You actually have the time to work on that now. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, holy crap. Like, so if you want to be an entrepreneur, like you literally have the time to go stand in front of your computer. Look at that. Damn and, right. and grind. Look at like, Look you at are that. looking for th- for things to fill your day with. Yeah. Why so not fill it with things that are like, I don't know, then go learn how to cook. Go learn how to do, go learn a skill that's actually meaningful to you because it's hard to give advice to like, just be strong. Oh, motherfucker, you graduated. <laughs> for you to be strong, your mom was you- there, right? That's a big moment, man. Yeah. A big moment, like be able to look at your mom and then your dad, like, hey, uh, not that smart, but look at this shit. Like, I, I, <laughs> I did it. The two line, but I did it. <laughs> but it's so. I think that right there. I'll just, I'll just like what I've been hearing through Zoom calls with a lot of people is just, you know, you got to be resilient, but yeah. at the same time, you've got to like take this time. This is time we're never gonna get back. I already told my wife. I was like, listen. Because of this and this amount of time we're getting together, next year is you know God, we knock on some wood here. Like I'm, I'm hoping that next next year if it goes back to normal, when it goes back to normal, everything's gonna be twice because you gotta make up this year, dude. You gotta make yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Right? Like so, you gonna I'm going to be so freaking busy. Yeah. You know, so it's like get better, get better at something, and it's cliche, but it's it's the truth. It really is like you can't control this stuff, man. No, it's it's, it's insane. Like people eating bats out there, man. They're eating bats on purpose. I ain't never bats. even imagined that. Like I, I understand cats and dogs are bats, bro. Like I, <laughs> eat chicken, man. Like chicken, <laughs> cow. Been proven to taste good, <laughs> and it's not nasty. And it's sold everywhere. And it's sold everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, go outside of the box, man. Like, eat, eat some pork. <laughs> I'm just, it's just insane that we're in this because somebody decided to go to a wet market and eat. Out of all places. Yep. Out of all places. That's my thing. It's like, out of all places, you decide to eat something from there. But it's like, the yeah, I understand the wet market and everything, but, like, it, it's something that's been going on and everything. And there was no, like, regulations. There was no security to that. There was no, like, guidelines that they had to follow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, here's some animals. You want them? Eat them. Because literally, that's what you want it. I will cut its head off right now. You want it? <laughs> cool. And that's what it was, and Dude. it was just what happened. And... <laughs> For real, it's the truth, and and now this is what we have to deal with because of that. Uh, yeah, 
human. Human, 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 bro. We are we are uh, an an interesting species. <laughs> Yo, I want to get into that. I, we I, have all the knowledge. <laughs> we can do anything we want, and we like. It's crazy. Somehow, somehow we get ourselves locked up in the house because somebody's <laughs> hungry for something. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's crazy because I was seeing a conspiracy theory earlier when I was talking about what kind of people are we or if we're like how we connected to this earth and it brought the fact that it, it was a recent one so it brought the fact that the coronavirus and at the end of the video he was like but at the end what kind of person will eat a bat out of all things you could have gone for a guinea pig you could have gone for a big a bat chicken he could have gone for chicken, or meat, or fish, or if you want to think outside the box, pork. <laughs> Me eating no guinea pigs, no nothing. Eat chicken. I'm literally going to be on the commercial for like... <laughs> Eat chicken. Eat chicken. It's delicious. Sponsor <laughs> us. <laughs> say, for the love of God, man, why are we like it's it's amazing. It really is amazing that we get ourselves and some yeah. of this stuff is calculated, right? Let's be honest. Like like yeah. the whole Chinese there there is a biological war, you know, that yeah. we uh, like, can't be naive to think like, that come on, like, come on, don't you have something to say? No, I'm not <laughs> keep that in the in the dome. I don't wanna but I it, say what it, I say, I'm gonna be crazy in a week. <laughs> but it, it's just it's just crazy man it, it's just crazy yeah, but sure. it's like and now people are taking sides of like pro trump against trump i'm like listen bro getting the hell out of the house yeah pro <laughs> getting this damn bro, pandemic over. over yeah right i don't give a shit about trump like and, and i'm like just you like, know i love the i love the protest about oh you can't quarantine us we need to work but like i don't want to die you're gonna die do you not like understand like what's at stake? Yeah. Oh, they were like, give me liberty or give me death. Okay, dummy, then when you get sick from the coronavirus, <laughs> I want you to deny care. Because clearly facts, there's another facts, human being facts. that's more deserving than you are. That, yeah. that should be the consequence right there. You honestly. Honestly. You want to be out there? Cool, you can do that. But sign this little paper, this fine print right here that states you cannot get care. Basically Don't even make rights. it a fine print. Just literally make that the one <laughs> In bold lettering. <laughs> you will not get care for the coronavirus. Cool? Cool. We give you freedom. You don't get care for <laughs> Oh, yeah. And I'll be fine. Walk around as much as you want. <laughs> you will get be persecuted if you, get, if you get other people sick. <laughs> go. Go. Go do whatever you want. You know, but that's just people in general, man. People and then you know people need interaction. They need that kind of stuff, and that's like I had yeah. a guy, for example. I got I'm going to the acne, trying to get groceries, trying to get a, a prescription for my wife, and they're forming lines, following the code, following what for experts Six feet are apart. So yeah. they're fo- they're forming lines to get into the to the uh, supermarket. So and weird. this guy is coming in and he's coming in hot and I see him from the parking lot I'm in line and I'm like this is going to be fun <laughs> he's going to try to get in I'm going to yell that's for sure 
he's not getting oh, yeah. this for me. Yeah. Um, and, but I didn't even have to do anything. So the lady at the door that's managing the door goes, sir, in like a stern voice, sir, could you please get in line? And he goes off, man. What the fuck do we need a line for? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, man, can you just get in line? <laughs> yeah. You're slowing everything down. Now yeah. she's going to be distracted and not letting people in. Guess how many people were in line? Uh, that's beautiful. That is great. I go, oh, bro, it's not worth the fight, right? Like, I mean, it's a life. Who died in the car that you need this right now? Yeah. Right now. Show me proof. <laughs> so mad. And I, I almost did a take that. I, I think it took a look. I was like, you know, I'm third in line, and there's nobody behind. <laughs> Wait, this guy's really mad about people. Every time someone walked out, someone walked in. Uh-huh. So like, literally, I can see the cash register from here. Three people out in five seconds. It was like, what the fuck will we need to find for? <laughs> like, all right, man. Sounds yep. good. You do you, I'll do me. Just stay six feet away. For real. And don't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) So I I want to bring up something that involves the title. The title is called Two Children and an Old Head. Um, With that being said, I wanted to bring a topic that would like highlight that every in every episode or a question that would make us question things that we thought about or have thought about it and never asked it or so on this and so on. Be- <laughs> <laughs> <Free range>. so, <laughs> yeah. So um I'm looking at the age gap and how would you describe your college experience, uh Cavallo, compared to what we've experienced? Because I, mean, I know it changed a lot. I went to a I went to a small Christian school okay. in the main line. So it was a little it was like Eastern was like you make your fun, right? So yeah. like Eastern had Eastern's very known for like two types of people. The extreme Christian and the <laughs> like the lost Christians that like believe but they would yeah. live kind of yeah. their own lives and that type of dude. not judging either <laughs> I was on the lower end <laughs> right you know but it was it was fun in the sense that like I needed that guidance if I yeah. went to Penn State I would have lasted a week it been <laughs> I needed tools I needed guidance I needed soccer to like guide me through it so like in terms of like college experience we made you guys have a lot, you guys are exposed to a lot. I think it's scarier for you because everything you do gets exposed. Yeah, we did then get exposed. Like yeah. you can be extremely exposed <laughs> to millions, yeah. not just to your your crew that's gonna make fun of you for six months. But like <laughs> you get blasted on the internet, which is oh, scary. Yeah. yeah. In terms of experience, I mean, as a college coach, like I deal with the same crap that my college coach did. Like kids drinking and getting caught, kids smoking and getting caught, and kids like just doing extremely dumb shit. Like one of my one of my soccer players went to smoke weed in the roof of his dorm room. I said, 
Hi, bro. Like, I'm not even going to question the weed because I've been to college. I kind of know how it works. But why the roof? He told me he wanted to be closer to God. And that's when I said, yeah. yeah, it's all the same. Like, people do just pray, bro. You want to be closer to God, man. That's how you get to the roof, though. But the, <laughs> no, he just. <laughs> That's a question I should have asked him. <laughs> found the ladder yeah. and climbed it. <laughs> found climbed, ladder. I'm sure he climbed through the. I'm sure the. I guess he has. A, you know those openings that you can get. Yeah, through. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how, man. I just felt that I could call. <laughs> and when you were involved in college, and you get a call after hours, and you look you know at your phone, bad. you ever look at your phone and you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, these people don't call me at this time to say hello. That's great. Something happened. Yeah. But in terms of experience, I think it's the same. It's just you exposed to a lot more. Yeah. Right? And it's the, the generational gap sometimes. It's like <laughs> they all say like millennials and generation, whatever, Z or whatever. The, no, I, even, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But like yeah. the, the technology era, right? Mm. It, it's like, dude, you like they're you. I don't think you guys are your generation in general, the new generation are so yeah. per se. You just cater to a lot more than there was back in the day, and the yeah. people before me were catered to less than us, so they view us the same way. And then the people before then just had freaking horses and shit, so they... <laughs> <laughs> Look at your pansy ass with your car. <laughs> <laughs> you can't walk. <laughs> but the evolution of, like, the, the generational gap, because I say this to, to people all the time, like my, my players and my students, like, like music, for, for example, like, I love some of the artists that play right now. Like, A hey, Boogie, I think is great. Right, you are your vibe. <laughs> yeah, he was on a vibe with A hey, Boogie Drop. Yeah. Every Mississippi was like, yo, this album's ridiculous. I, I know. But, but, it's, but it's like yeah. my students, the students are like, you can't listen to this. Like, For sure. I'm like, well, I'm not trying to be you. I just really like the music. And... It is what it is. I can't relate to some other guys, but it's oh like, yeah, for sure. You know, my niche is still my the Jay Z's and the Eminem's and the Dr. Trey's of the world. Yeah, and we like, used to talk all the time when when yeah. we were in high school, all the time, going back and forth about who sounded like what and who was great or not. And but you know if you I mean? think it about it, it Lil Wayne is my age. Lil Wayne is thirty-eight years old. Never knew that. You I knew he was. Saying? I knew he was older, but like it never like hit me because he still. It's like the music that it related to like people like my age. Yes, because he's part of that culture. So like yeah. he was so young when he came up in '97. He was with uh, the Rough Riders. No, not the Rough Riders. Damn it, Juvenile with them. Oh, I can't remember. I for, yeah, but, I forget their name too. <laughs> but they, right it was there. "Drop It Like It's Hot." Was was his yeah. name? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he just kept saying, drop it like a duck, duck, duck. He's the biggest uh -huh. top, right? Everybody's getting tattooed on his face because he did it. Like, yep. but he's old, dude. That dude's my age. I'm not old, but like, he's not your generation at right. all. He right. just branded himself 
and he that's why I, I think he's so great like not even musically or like yeah but I think he's really good like his stuff is really good but what he's been able to transcend in terms of like he was really good in the 90s the late 90s and then the 2000s he was really good but he became really really good after like 2010 when the generation the generation kind of attracted to the style that he was bringing oh yeah sipping whatever the hell he's mm-hmm. sipping right Everything that's happening right now, man. He, I'm sure there's other yeah, guys. That he was a pioneer. It. Yeah. But, but you know, he, he, he romanticized it. Yeah. That's like yeah, like you said, like you just said, there's plenty of guys out there that were doing hard drugs and still, yeah. you know what I mean, still making, but they didn't promote it. He was on there saying like, I got my double cup, and you know what I mean. <laughs> it is what it is. You know I'm what's still in my cup. He survived. Yeah, he. It's just funny. Yeah. If you see me dressed like Lil Wayne, you'll be like, yo, bro. <laughs> you good? You good? You good? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What, what's happening? Your jeans are a little too low and a little too tight. <laughs> not how it works for you. No, but it's, it's that generational gap. It also brings perspective, though. Yeah. It's good because that's the big thing with, like, teaching and relationship building. Like, I have to be able to get to your level. Because otherwise, you're just talking to your dad mm. or, 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 or right. Something. Thank you. And it's not. I mean, it's not talking down on you guys at all. But yeah. You can't get to 38. You haven't experienced what 38. But I can get to 19, 20 because of yeah. And if I bring it down to your level in terms of like the experience, not knowledge, not like try to like teach you, but like reason with you on your level and what you're experiencing using my experience from that time, not like father of two kids with a wife and yeah that's how the relationship get built like because otherwise you just you're just dad <laughs> man look and i want to say yeah. you've done you've done an amazing job i always tell everybody thanks mr thanks. carvalho is the greatest teacher i never had yeah <laughs> i've never sat in mr yeah. carvalho's class to be taught something for like for like um a lesson yeah but he's taught me in other ways you've inspired us in other ways and like and enhanced us and our mentalities just by sitting with us when we got kicked out of class (laughs) because but but that's the key right like my my job is so cake like my job is so cake i i hope administration never gets a hold of this because they'll probably (laughs) but my job it's the nature of the job it's not like that i'm not doing enough but it's the nature of the job yeah i have a class of five kids Two of them left because I couldn't teach them the second semester. I had three kids. So I'm responsible for grading three kids, one period. The other stuff, I go into classes and I help. Right? Yeah. So I'm still working a ton, trying to differentiate, blah, blah, blah. But in terms of like, I have no grading to do. I make fun of the teachers all the time. They're like, yo, your, <laughs> your book, your power book, power school done? I got three kids, bro. When is it done? <laughs> at four, it'll be done at 358 when I start at 357. <laughs> I put three grades in. Like, <laughs> like I have the stuff graded. It's all on the phone. I'm just, I literally have to open up and just... <laughs> but the fact that I have that extra time, I spend it trying to build relationships. Yeah. I tell them, like, listen, if they're messing up, send them to me. I'll have the time. And then it doesn't hurt that the Latino thing doesn't hurt, right? Like, because <laughs> there's not that many Latinos at our school. 
Oh, for sure. Wow, yeah. So yeah. that's another yeah, thing, that's another card that you can mm-hmm. play as a teacher, you know. And I'll say that's why, like, when you walk in, I walk into the room, and you and you do some wrong. I'm not talking to you like a teacher. It's like it's it's. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, you're fucking up. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. the straight up, it's like, and you know when he's just coming in like that, you're in trouble. It's like, oh shit. Uh... Yeah, like, everybody tried the other route of like, you can't unless you get to your level. You're not gonna be able to relate to what we're saying. Yeah. You're not. You know, I can't relate to a 16 year old because I go, you old. You're not living what I'm living. You lived this 30 years ago, bro. Like, bro. you know what I mean? I like, like that you know? said that too. Because it's like a lot of people are so used to, like, a lot of older people are so used to be like, oh, I know what you lived through. I know what you've been through. But they keep forgetting times have changed dramatic, dramatically. So, how do you understand what I'm going through? It might have been the same concept, but not the same way. No, dude, it's, it's, it's so a, a funny story was that that relates to this. Like a kid named Jose, he comes into my room frantically. He's like, "Mr. C, you gotta help me." And I'm like, "This will be good. <laughs> this is gonna be good." You walk in here and just <laughs> sweating. He goes, "Miss, well, the counselor, Miss Una." Yeah, he's not accepting my community service hours, and I know Miss Una really well. Oh yeah, I'm already going. It's because you schemed. Like I'm, I don't even need to look at this to know that you schemed and you schemed poorly. And then I go, "Did you scheme?" And he goes, "No." I'm like, "Show me the paper." (laughs) He showed me the paper. He claimed to have done 25 hours of community service in a weekend. That's <laughs> beautiful. Yup, yeah, okay. Sorry, yup. Like, Hi, man. Yo. So, let's digress a little bit because now I'm just going to make fun of you because you're a liar. You're, you're liar. For sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Asking you to do your solid and lie. And I go, there's how many hours in the weekend? And I'll give you the Friday. So, edit. Just add the Friday to it. Make it three days. <laughs> you're saying that one of those days you. Literally, that time for one a complete day you spent working for free on your weekend. <laughs> and that's when I was just like, I'm gonna get right to your level. I was a high school student once, and there's no way in hell that I would've worked yeah. 25 hours for free yeah. on my weekend. Like, I don't know. I don't even do that. What? He looked at me and goes, ah, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong, right? Well, they just tell the truth, man. And I'm like, you can't think that people aren't going to pick up on this. You can't think that Miss Una... And it's the same with you guys. You Like, sometimes the younger generation thinks that we never did anything, that we never lived. These people That's not what I want to hear. <laughs> a bowl. Like, I'm like, dude, you smell so bad. I don't even want to be near you. Like, I want to <laughs> get this reputation just by being near you. Right? And they look at me and I'm like, <laughs> They go, no, I didn't. I'm like, okay. I'm not going to fight you. Right. But I at least spray up, bro. Like, at least go to the... <laughs> yeah. But, but that's the thing. I think the, in terms of generational gaps is you guys understanding that, like, these people have lived through this, so they might have something some that of value to say. And we, as teachers, speaking strictly as teachers, but teachers, parents, everybody, need to think of it as, like, 
they're not us. Times have evolved. We yeah. have the access to you got, and that's why I laugh. I laughed at the discussion of like the 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 room, right? That we talked about it earlier. Yeah. The the room, the teachers being so terrified of kids going back into the room. I'm like, dude, this is not a problem. These kids aren't doing this, and if they are, they're doing it on their phones in their privacy. Like they're not even, they don't need <laughs> us to teach them. How yeah. To <laughs> like they're doing oh, it. Like. Our job is to educate, like not yeah. not hide them from stuff. Is to educate, educate them. You're like, hey, uh, warning, hey, we're in the room, right? And we finished the we finished the the Google Meets or whatever. Say, hey guys, this is a closed room until I reopen it, and you leave it at that. Like, don't say, don't come back in here and do dumb shit. Oh, information that he didn't need to know that he could possibly. <laughs> <laughs> just say this is the closed room this is our classroom boom I'm out are they recorded they re- we well I record mine um, I don't know that people are getting really terrified with zoom because I mean there's yeah. not is real because people will pop into meetings in the middle of a classroom of like second graders yeah. Oh yeah, I've had I had it done on one of my classrooms like some dudes in there that like made some real crude like jokes about like we were talking about transgender transgender yeah. and, and like gender dysf- dysmorphia and stuff like that and he like wrote made some real like i'm i'm very um dark with my jokes i enjoy dark jokes you know what i mean but at the end of the day i know i know discrimination when it's discrimination and i know when it's a joke yeah, when it's yeah. A joke, you know what i mean yeah. and totally. he was in there just to be an ass and like my professor had to do like this whole loop around about how to block it and make a closed um, waiting room and stuff like that because yeah. this dude was just there. That's no, man. It's, good. It's, That's it's very good. true. <laughs> People are using it to be obnoxious. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that does terrify me because my daughter gets so pumped for these Zoom meetings. Mm. My daughter, love her, but she she a weirdo, man. Like, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be sitting in front of the computer like 10 minutes before the meeting, and she's like, I'm the only one here. I'm like, well, <laughs> no, no, nobody nobody's else crazy enough yet. to be in front of the computer 10 minutes before the damn thing starts. <laughs> but she's so like, pumped. Wait. And I fear that, like, you know what I mean? Like, someone pops in and puts some, like, yeah. I mean, I, I can undo that damage. Yeah. I just keep it real with my daughters. I'm just like, don't ever repeat the bad words that you hear out of your dad's mouth. <laughs> it's bad. But it's still pretty scary that, you know, you open your kid up to that when you when it should be a safe space for your kid to learn. That was that was like just to touch on the that was something that my parents tried to do just because like I wasn't like a tech person. I wasn't always on my computer. Like I didn't we didn't have like yeah classes online that we could like see each other like that you know what i mean like we had like a video chat type on like uvu and stuff like that but it wasn't <laughs> like throwback. like this Yo. yeah for, i'm just saying Yo, you know yeah. what i mean and it was like i would my my sense of like my parents being scared of like my my child's sanity i guess was like me going outside you know yeah. what i mean like i go out i was on my way to school i i probably what like seventh grade going to mba because it went in elementary school I never went towards the train I always walked away from the train to go to elementary school seventh grade saw my first crackhead passed out on the bench <laughs> came home with yeah. questions like what's what the hell was wrong with him you know what I mean and they have to like look at me like okay 
well, there's these, yeah, and explain it to me. And that's one thing I always cherished about like my parents. They kept it real. They yeah. see like I was always allowed to watch like really gory movies. Like probably shit that fucked me up. But <laughs> look at you. They now. were all. They always pushed me to be like, that's not real. That's not right. You might see it in a movie, and that's somebody's eye of what would happen, what could happen, and re- not realistic, semi-realistically. Yeah. But they always like told me like it was like you're never to follow that. No, it's I. I take the same approach, man. My daughters listen to some <laughs> a lot of a boogie when we're in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's man. like I mean I I go you can have the music. But if you're playing something else, I'm not gonna be listening to Descendants, man, or something. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. Your attention is on something else. I can't. I gotta drive this car. I can. I can. I have at least the music. Right. <laughs> and some of the music. I mean, my wife's pretty cool with ninety percent of it, but some of them she goes, "All right, man." <laughs> Yeah, he's just it's one verse. Times in one yeah. line. Yeah. Maybe our daughter shouldn't hear this. <laughs> I don't even argue. I just go next song. Like it's easy. Like yeah, because I think it's just finding a happy medium, bro. Like it's thinking like I don't want my daughters exposed to everything. I think to think that the innocence of being a kid, being nine, being five, being ten, yeah, right? and then gradually growing. And, and then reaching the teenage years and kind of learning things on the at the right pace is important. But there's stuff that people make a big deal out of it that it's just like, your yeah. kid's learning that, bro. Like your kid's going to school, and guess what, Johnny, Johnny fuckhead that says whatever he wants, <laughs> he's saying it to your kid. Yo. So you might as well yeah. educate, educate. That sounds like mm-hmm. a teacher, educate it. kid. Bold it, Be like, hey, there's a word. Starts with the, the letter F. <laughs> Don't use it. <laughs> You're gonna hear it. Don't use it. Right? There's a time and a place to use it, and it's there's no time and place for you to use it at this point. Right? There's like even movies, just just things in general. Like the the, the point I think it is like just parenting, especially for like giving you advice, Mondo, that you you know I know you have experience. It's like as you grow <laughs> with your kid. You just find ways to figure out what your kid needs, and like, yeah, then right. your job is to supply that need. Supply that need, like, right. right? Not hold hand, but supply the need to like fill that need so that she, or yeah, she can be successful. Right. But like, yeah, because- just, and that's guidance. That's all kinds of things, not just build a bridge that she can go over the the need, but like, how can can they conquer? You know, right. No, and that was one thing I always wanted to like. I always talked about like if I ever had a kid, I, my parents were like really like um, polarized. Where my mother was very like emotional and catering, and like I'm gonna shield you from the world. Where my dad was like really non-emotional. Um, went to work, came home. We get the the I love you, but it wasn't like something that was genuinely felt a lot we didn't spend a lot of time because he was always working he was very hard body you know what i mean yeah it was that stereotypical like 90s man put food on the table yeah. that was my dad yeah. and like i and so like i always i i want to be like that middle ground but for my parents i want to be like emotionally present 
but I still don't but I don't want to like coddle them to the point of like not being able to do anything yeah you know what I mean like cause at that I experience life and we've all we've all experienced life different and my my way of experiencing it I guess helps because like I've, I've talked about it on a different podcast but I think it was Bro Pack Experience one, like what episode Shout one every Saturday I believe it was episode yeah. one and um where I where I've seen things like I said I've my first time I saw like a crackhead like pretty much OD'd like now I know yeah. like as a grown like as as I'm grown I know she he was more likely OD'd but seeing that and my parents being like okay cool you know what I mean it is what it is but that's not the right route to go yeah if I can go through it I believe I can I can try and like enhance my daughter's life through the life either way Ben was like me being like I live five minutes like up the block from K&A I walk out my front door turn look right K&A is right there yeah. And Ben brought up the question, proposed the question that, like, mm. am I fearful of like raising my daughter in this neighborhood? Of course, you know what I mean. Yeah. Same way, my parents were fearful of raising me five minutes from here. But I can't let that fear stop me from trying to be a good parent. You know what I mean. This is yeah. just now. Of course, once my once I get my career and once I start making some substantial amount of money or whatever the case may be, of course yeah. I do want to get her in a better area and situation but for the time being i won't let it like deter my my ability to make her a good person yeah it's all about opportunity man i mean you you definitely want to you know i mean you spoke about your dad but it's like it's funny that you said that because my dad was the same way like but my dad like my dad lost his father when he was no he lost his father when he was six Mm -hmm. no lost his father when he was six months and then his mother when he was six wow Mm. So if you think the, the more I think about it, right? That's the whole thing about like thinking on the person's level. Yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, this, this guy was never hugged. Right. <laughs> was hugging him. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's like you know, the more I, the more I grew because my dad was the same way. Like, put on the table. If he was sleeping and you screamed, he would get. <laughs> but it's like i understood the whole like he was doing what he had to do right to get and it was all about opportunity that's why we came to america right before i came to america dude my dad was here i got jumped by a bunch of dudes my mom calls him and goes get me the out of here right now like we were on the plane like two or three months later like it was like that like it was an idea and that happened boom but I look back and I go, it was, it was a sacrifice for an opportunity. Yeah. You looking to, whether you raise your daughter in a neighborhood or not, like you're always going to be striving to give her, or uh, do you know the gender? Yeah, it's a girl. Yeah. You're going to always be looking to give her uh, <laughs> the best opportunity. And that's the thing. Like my daughter right now, we could have sent her to MBA and saved a ton of money because of daycare and stuff. Yeah. But like, I'm looking at, I have no problem with MBA. Like, the teachers are great. Yeah. I'm going, this is an experience that, like, she's going to, these are the kids that she's going to be growing up with, the area she's going to live in. So I'm like, me trying to save a couple bucks and not start her experience right away. Right. I actually, you know, this might be better for her. And it's, and you're always going to think like that. Yeah. Right? Because, 
it's just it's just changes you man changes you like <laughs> i always said i'm not going to be the parent i'm not going to be oh my god you are going to be the parent you are going to try to think and then you got to just Look limit what you do to, yeah <laughs> you got to limit what you do to cater to yeah. be like holding hands right and I, I told like i told my wife we were doing work they were supposed to do like 45 minutes of work i was like yo dude how much how much work do you do in school every day she goes we work all day i'm like then why the hell are we only doing 45 minutes let's get it get it done yeah. get this shit done then we party on friday i don't have to do yeah. it I'm, i'm being selfish i'm like i don't do this so i'm like let's get it done maximize our time and then we can actually enjoy this time together instead of sitting here You and I trying to punch each other in the face. She's <laughs> in third grade and I'm struggling with this. This isn't good. <laughs> um, we're almost done with the show, but before we continue to the next segment, I want to have a either or between um generation gaps and basically you just have to explain why you picked that option compared to the other one. Okay. That makes sense? Okay. So, a camel or a horse? horse wonder why do you have to think about that I, I don't know because like <laughs> I guess this is I'm thinking way too hard into it I'm a thinking camel, a horse a camel can do the same thing a horse can yes it might not be able to run as fast but it stores its own water so that means less stopping time it's a it's a it's a sturdier like animal so we can it, it's it's made to take like the the brute of like the travel productivity <laughs> if i can get to point a from point a to point b faster that little guy can drink the water that you can store i guess i guess <laughs> okay that's what i'm saying it's like why don't you just get the horse i guess i guess it's like i guess it would determine like how how far i got to travel If I just got to go like a hop skip and a jump then I'm 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 jumping on the horse. But if I'm I'm trying to take like a a, a productivity whatever. <laughs> right. I guess I, right. I think I thought about it too much. <laughs> I was like, "Wee, a camel." Um, all right. Be able to go through walls or be invisible. Okay, Amanda. Uh, <laughs> I go I'll, I'll be invisible. You know what I mean? You can't go wrong with being invisible. There's ever you, you can get... go wrong with being invisible. Ah, There's wow. a lot of bad, bad things that could go wrong with being invisible. There are a lot of good things that go right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's laughs> of course. What? Man, there are a lot one of bad dude... things that can happen from running through walls. <laughs> yeah, you run into the wrong wall and now you're in a woman's bathroom getting jumped by <laughs> seven different Karens. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, bro. I, I can be I, invisibility grants me a lot more. You know what I mean? You can have fun with invisibility, bro. Yeah, you can also drive your car. What? <laughs> What trouble am I gonna get into? You evil, you evil son of a gun. Ant or spider? <laughs> an ant or a spider? Oh, bro. I hate I hate insects. So yeah, <laughs> I, I I run from spiders. I am not that tough. Spider-Man? It's the spider, though. Are we choosing which one to be? <laughs> yeah, with, no, which one would you rather be, yeah. Oh, rather be? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, a spider. Who wants to be an ant? Yeah, bro. Ants are not, ants are not fun. No, 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 no. Ant-Man's a Marvel superhero, not an insect. Ant-Man can throw, in, 
All they do is work. I mean, the, queen, the, the, the queen ant flies. That's about no, it. yeah, the queen. <laughs> Say that <laughs> again. <laughs> Say that again. Right. The queen gets right, to right. fly. Who you? Who would you think will win between Iron Man or Batman? Oh man, Batman. Two Batman. Good one. Two millionaires. That, that Batman. Batman. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Hands down, Batman. <laughs> they both think like that's the only problem. Yeah. Batman. I, I gotta go Batman. with Batman. Just, Batman. just traditional. Batman yeah. is my guy. It's like, of course, I would choose Batman just because I'm a bigger fan of Batman than Iron Man. But like, they're both brilliant minds. They're both very rich. Yeah. So eventually, it would come down to who has the more brute strength. And Mr. Bruce Wayne is not a black belt and like martial arts and stuff. Yeah. That fight his <laughs> fight for his life multiple times, man. He One learned. more point. Uh, Batman never died. <laughs> 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 Same character. <laughs> 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 yeah, Batman is still alive and well. Might be like 10 years old, but he's still alive. There's seven different characters, but none of them died. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> They're gods. They're gods. Spicy or sweet? <laughs> Depends spicy. on what it is. Spicy or sweet? Spicy. I go, I go spicy. Yeah. yeah. Are we? Yeah, it's spicy, dude. Spicy. I actually just had some wings today, so definitely spicy. <laughs> but then again, you could get I was like almost 300 pounds, so sweet, sweet gets you. Spicy just makes you go and have a, a hard time in a in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with him. <laughs> we make sweet, sweet tough, man. Diabetes and all that crap. All right. Two more, and then we continue to the next segment. Would you rather win a Grammy or a Nobel Prize? Nobel? What? Yeah, it's not. That's, what? That's Nobel Prize. Just you to, go like, down in history man, I gotta, as, I like, gotta... a great human being. Like, you get a Nobel Prize, you are deemed higher than the than the normal human being. Because clearly you have to, that's, like, one of the it's ultimate rare. awards somebody can get. Yeah. There's never been a, a, a Nobel Prize winner that was introduced and somebody said, who that? But I guarantee you, there are there a couple a... Grammy people. <laughs> there you go. He won a Grammy. Oh, good for him. <laughs> who the fuck is that? <laughs> for sure. No, that's facts. Um, would you rather be underdressed or overdressed to a party? Always overdressed. Always overdressed. <laughs> oh, see? Oh, baby. <laughs> Gotcha. Oh, no. Okay. Listen, man, it, when you don't, when the, it's better to like people say, man, he really went all out. Then let's see that guy. <laughs> are you that? Are you here with him or you're here with him? Like, yeah. Looks That's the difference. Looks better. That's great. You right. always want to. You always want to up the scale. You know what I mean? Because you never, you never know who's around. You know the what I mean? Funny you thing that is, you're gonna impress. And and the, the funny thing is there's there a so we were coaching, right? And I I was a head coach at a division three school, so pretty low level compared to pros and stuff. Yeah. But a high enough level that like you you can get some notoriety and things like that. Well, we're coaching against Immaculata University. Mm-hmm. And the big time college coach, uh, the big time coaches in the world, they wear suits to the game. 
just like NBA coaches. Right. Yeah. You know, this man showed up for a one o'clock in the afternoon, late August. <laughs> uh, with a suit. I was like, yo, bro, that's my goal life to be coaching <laughs> at a place where it makes sense to wear that. Dying. You look fine, bro. You look good. But what the fuck are you wearing, dude? <laughs> for sure. You're, we know you're hot. We can see the heat radiating off your body, bro. Chill I out. I see them sweats. And I know. <laughs> and the problem is, if I know you, I'm going to come right at you. I'm like, dude, what are you wearing? Like, what is yeah. this? What are you trying to? What are you trying to prove here, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the beginning of something for you. This can't. This can't be the job that you're wearing. This. <laughs> and then he dropped. He dropped the. Uh, you dress for the job that you want on the job you have. Like not at one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I got a question. This will be the question of the the topic for today, and it is, what is the what is one of the greatest advice that you failed to give? Oof. Right. Why is he doing this today? Because <laughs> it's like we're so used to being asked the questions that we that we want to hear or that we're so like. No, yeah. I think, um, I think one advice that I, you know, I I would say I need to do a lot more of is is to sell the whole perspective. Yeah perspective everything everything for me i'm a very i'm a positive guy to a fault sometimes my wife says um but it's just perspective like i look at it at everything like we have this equity talk at our school right and they say that we are we're not getting the same things as a radner and i get it like i get it but there's inequity like like equity is something that like if i put MBA against the school I went to in Brazil, we're rich. We're rich. So it's all about perspective, right? Yeah. I'm like, don't tell me that an MBA student can't succeed because he has a, he has less. He has a lot less than a Radner student or, or a Pencrest student. These are the schools in my area. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, believe me, we we've heard of going to school and oh, I went here and went here. We're like, cool. I went to NBA. Never heard of it. Cool. That's fine. I'm here though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm here though. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, well, the thing is, it's all about the person. It's about the. It's about what do you want to yeah. do, right? And that's the thing. Like we get caught up in this. I think we worry about the wrong thing sometimes. Like I think we need to identify the kids. Like you guys were guys that from a very early age, everybody knew college was going to be the goal. But if we identify that college isn't the goal, maximize the goal. What's the goal? Graduate high school? Yeah, fact. Maximize the goal. Like, what's the goal, man? The kid has a 1.5 and we're selling college? Stop. Dude, you can't read good. Let's move on to the next goal. How can you have a substantial, and you said it, you said it, when I start making a substantial amount of money, because that's the key. The key is not rich. Like, I want to be rich, man. I'd love to be rich. Yeah, of course. Of yeah, course. I like to be rich, but I don't need to be rich. Yeah. I need enough money to do to yeah. not have to look at the menu and be like stability. Get that stability. That's all <laughs> it is. Off this area. Don't yeah, I told my I told my wife like if you can only pick from one side of the menu, let's not go out because Facts. that's Facts. stress. Like it's stress. I don't want to stress. I want to go out to eat, and if oh, I'm hungry nice. for a steak, I want to buy the thirty dollars steak and not care. But it's all about that, I think, the, from, from a teacher, just perspective. <laughs> and not being afraid to give the right one to the kid. 
Yeah. Like, you're not, if you don't have, I have two kids right now, I won't say their names, but I'm like, no way we should be pushing college. Stop. Stop. Well, but FAFSA college can do this with them later on. I'm like, I don't yeah. give a shit what FAFSA can do for that. They're not going to college. And if they do, they're going to spend money right. that they're not going to get to Right. And they're going to end up in debt. And now they have to figure out how to pay that debt. And then they're stuck like, fuck. Yeah, honestly. Makes no sense. Honestly. That, that's my though? thing. Overall, um, is just getting kids to understand. Damn. And I have no problem asking, man. Like, like for example, the FAFSA. You don't want to expose yourself if you're not legally in the country. Yeah. Right? We got kids that are legally in the country. And I'm yeah. like, stop telling these kids to give out numbers that they probably bought right. somewhere. <laughs> right. Right. Good, right? We're either with them or we're not. Like, but like, just be... And it's, it, it is not as simple and, and as clean cut as I'm making it sound. I'm doing that because I'm comfortable enough with you guys. There's obviously... Yeah, yeah of course. There's a lot yeah, of ins and outs with yeah. all that. But at the, the end of the day, it's what's the, you know, the end goal built to make the kid. Make the yeah. big kid before you do anything else. Or make the woman before you do anything else. You know. But it... it that's it. That's it. That's the. That's it. I know I rambled on for a, a little. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You're good. And in, in the the previous episode that we recorded with Miss Wright, like I try to talk about it a little bit when when I was there oh, because I showed up late. <laughs> 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 no, oh, but late. I I like I tried to like if I've had friends that have lasted a semester, I have friends that lasted a month and was like, this isn't for me, yeah. and I hate the fact that I took out these loans to be here when I'm not here for it. And I've said, I have a really good friend. He was there for a year and a half. Was yeah. like, I don't know why I'm here. So I'm going to leave and see what I'm going to do. This yeah. 23, 24 year old dude is very young. And people have told him he made a big mistake. And he works a nine, nine to five at a bank and is one of the happiest people I know. Be happy, dude. Be and that's be what that you're happy honestly, for. Yeah, like, for real. It doesn't matter if you have a two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the bank and you're miserable. I wish sitting in your room, but that's what I'm saying. Like I wouldn't trade happiness to have that kind of dough. Yeah, like a million bucks and just be totally depressed and totally not be able to. I'm telling you because you you would not because he's the deal. Yes, you got the cash. Yes, you have yeah. the money, right? But you end up living such a miserable life that you don't even get to enjoy that moment. Yeah, yeah that's the sad that. part. I've been depressed and cried in my 06 Nissan Altima. I mean, I think I could be depressed and cry in a, in a 2020 Porsche. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I've been saying I, I feel you. I've hit, I've hit like some sad points that have been, been like, damn, look at my car. What if it was a Jeep? You know, it's insane to see, man, like yeah. a Robin Williams. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that tragic. All right, be a real Tragic. Think about that. Like, that guy made people laugh for a living for huh? 30 years. Made yep. And we didn't know he was He was adored by everybody. He was adored by everybody. And had everything. So it's like, it's just, it's just crazy, man. It's like the whole, the whole way of, just the way of thinking, right? Yeah. In America, 
is all about money, 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 making mm-hmm. money all the, time, all the time. Equity and profit and being better than the, the yeah. next guy. Yeah. That's Which my next, that's the next thing that I can, like, with the whole, like, I have to be better than this person. I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. And, it's like, and I don't it's, like, it's like, I don't get the point of trying to be better than the next. But we're like that. But we're like rare individuals where we we don't care what the next guy is doing. You know, as long as what I well, as long as I'm watering my grass, yeah, I don't care. Your grass is green. I'ma cheer you on. Look at you. You know, you got yeah, yeah, these and everything. Yeah. But society has built the the depiction of we have to make sure we have to look at that guy's grass and be like, why is it mine? That well, what can I do to get that? You know what I mean? Now I'ma buy some grass protein or whatever. Spending this up, like it, it's a life. Yeah. Then this analogy is is just all for the the idea that society has pushed us to want to be better than the next person. People Wait. haven't gone through stuff. The the lives that for some reason we've we us three we've lived different lives. We've all yeah. been through different things, but we've all come to the hit that point where it's like we have the revelation of like not really caring what the next guy is doing. Yeah, I think you can even care. It's just like when you start making it about you. Oh in yeah. Terms of like what that person is doing, because right. like I, you know, I wanna like when they had like teacher of the month stuff. I was like, I wanna be teacher of the month. That's good. Should be. You should be. <laughs> been I was like, every, every every third month. Every you third, third month. month. <laughs> You're like, because you get perked with it. You get you get you used to get your own spot like right by the door. And all oh. this, like, the stuff, like, your lunch or whatever, like, they would buy it. I was like, oh, that's nice. I don't want that. <laughs> but it's like, people were getting mad that other people were getting it. Right. Hating on oh, the next person. This actually happened at the old yeah. book. You remember Miss, uh, was it Stevenson? English teacher, seventh grade? Yeah. Yes. Skinny, yes. skinny yes. girl? Yes. Well, I said skinny girl, and I went like this. Like, but I said I I got it one time, right? And she said, "Well, it's a popularity contest," and I, in lunch in front of everybody, and I was like, "Well, I guess you need more friends." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. I guess you're lonely. I was like, because so... I was really pissed. I had nothing against her, nothing. Right. right. But she rubbed me the wrong you. way one time. We and that was meeting. it. You know, she rubbed me the wrong way because she said that I was just trying to dumb it down for my kids. And I was like, oh, you get away with this one. Uh... The professional meeting. You get away. I'll, I'll respond professionally. It's all good, I know. But I'm going to get you. You're going to screw up again. And I'm going to get you. <laughs> She said it at lunch. The crazy part is, I remember her being like that. And this podcast is not to, to, for our listeners, it's not to bring anybody down and ruin anybody's reputation. She was a great teacher, dude. She was really really good at it. But I vividly remember as a student, like hearing stuff that she would say and be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. uh, I literally gave her her the double look. I was like, where are we? Hold on. <laughs> we on the jail yard? You sure, cuz? You this sure, cuz? <laughs> this is lunch. Anything goes at lunch. Oh, <laughs> it's man. So I go, well, maybe you should get some more friends. <laughs> she said nothing, just looked at me. I was like, Livid. I can just imagine. Livid. 
I think. Just imagine saying that so just so like serious, looking yeah. at them in the eye like. Oh, dude, I used to mess with people <laughs> at lunch so bad, man. My wife has put grapes on my lips. I'm like, this woman won't even pick the the, the grapes. Look at my like, I have. <laughs> what the? F-? And the women would go nuts. Who the <laughs> hell are you? And I'm like, look at this. How can I eat this? I have to bite it off. No. I'm a, I'm oh, a man. man. And dude, they uh, <laughs> oh, no. used to bite so hard on the jokes. And I'm like, you're making it funny. And <laughs> you're making it I'm, way too easy. Yeah, to I'm going gonna, gonna to elevate. Like, your level's going down, my level's going up. <laughs> we're in a different direction. <laughs> okay. It was uh, NBA, man. So as we come to the end of the show, what are some things you are most excited about the series? Mother, you wanna go first? Um, <laughs> I can go first. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Um, I guess I'm excited because like we've always we've always been like um, accustomed to Mr. Cavallo, and like he's always been that. Like yeah. I said, he's one of our one of the best teachers that I've never sat in a lesson for, and we've always had like a, a friend. It was more of a friends connection than a teacher student yeah. connection, and it's gonna be cool like being able to dive into each other's brains through this without yeah. any like without having to have like his suit and the suit and tie on of being oh we're in a school building i have to be a student the we're in a school building, he has to be a teacher of course i say the <laughs> wrong thing and i'd get honestly you know what i mean yeah it's like there's, it's no, there's nope. no outside pressures yeah. going into this podcast that yeah we can envelop on it's gonna be great yeah. I, I think for me that i'm sorry ben i cut you off uh no my bad it's we're able to communicate more Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. A, it's just an open conversation. I think I think the idea is what's exciting. Really. Yeah. <laughs> like that's my life and I'm able to live it in an open forum where I can say whatever the hell I want. <laughs> right. Within within yeah. like within trying to kind of get a message out. Yeah. Obviously, as you approach your forties, being invited to a podcast is like a cool thing too. People want to talk to me. This is fun. <laughs> but most of all, just like I think, I think what I spend a lot of time doing is trying to develop these long-lasting relationships and like seeing you guys. Like, not to be too corny here, but seeing you guys just grinding. Like, thank you. Like, go fucking after what you want to do like yeah. stop settling for like things that don't make you happy so like you obviously have to make money right but like you are at that age you're not 38 with two kids and a, and a family like mother you're gonna have a, a little one that you're gonna have to feed right but you guys are young energetic people go get your dream and then if the dream hits the hit somewhere, bro, <laughs> then settle on something else because you're smart. You're gonna make money no matter what. But don't settle at 22. At 22. Yeah, right. Settle at 39. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I told my wife, I was like, hey, yeah, this this is what our life is, right? Like, I don't want this to like. I'm not saying this is the end, but I'm not yeah. having like a, a panic attack. Oh my god, I need change. No, but it's like. Yeah, I can't just pick up and go. Like yesterday, I decided to play a little bit of video games. <laughs> did a did a little kid thing. Stayed up to three in the morning <laughs> playing video games and drinking Coronas. And it was so fun, dude. 
was by myself. I was singing at three in the morning in my basement, like nobody's around. Stuff I did in college. Well, guess what, man? In college, I could sleep to 11, 30, 12 o'clock the next day, wake up fresh. My daughters were up at eight. Ooh. I almost went to jail today during the quarantine. <laughs> but that's a that's adulting, right? I tell my wife all the time, I was like, and that's the thing. Like, I, I think just having that, being able to see you guys a little bit older now and kind of doing your thing. Yeah. Like brings you back, makes you, it just, it's always cool to do that. It makes it exciting because we're going to have three point of views actually. We're going to have the father to be the father and the one that doesn't have a kid. I think that's going to be kind of dope. But with that being said, I do want to remind everyone that this podcast is being sponsored by Anchor as well as Ghost and Rehab available on Amazon. If you have not read it or checked it out, go check it out on BroPackManagement.com. That's BroPackManagement.com. And any last thoughts? I just bought the book, and the book is fire. Thank you. I keep saying it. If you ain't reading it, what what you doing? What are you doing? We got we got time now. No excuses. It's time to better yourself, right? For sure. Yeah. Thanks. Um. The Two two children's and an OHAD will be posted every Monday. As well, we have the bro, uh, Road Pack Experience posted on Saturdays and the pro, Road Pack Wildlife posted on Wednesdays. As well, on Thursdays, we have a, our first um, radio show that comes on Thursday nights at 9. Who do you? So I'm excited for that. There's so <laughs> much lady, stuff that's happening. <laughs> but um, I want to thank you for coming and joining us and um, an exclusive by ProPack. This is Two Children and an Andy. Okay. Waka waka!